Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. And the rubber chicken says, <laughs> from my roost, I'd call this country the United States of Variants. But what would I know? I'm just a rubber chicken. <laughs> well, we'll talk about that some other time. I think you hit it right on the head. But ladies and gentlemen, it is really time for Rantcast. Number 58, Lewis Black's Rantcast number 58, entitled On the Road Again. As you can see from my background and from the fact that my lighting isn't worth a shit and that this uh, we're here in a hotel room in Cleveland, Ohio, because we're back out on the road. I just saw the uh, image wobble there, and uh, I'm sure they're going to say, oh, you're going to have to do this again. And I'm going to say, fuck you. I'm not doing it again. This has been a long weekend and it's been a great weekend. Oh, no, look, my head is not high enough or it, it, it there we go. That's it. See, your head should be. Oh, now it look out yellow. Ooh, ooh, it's yellow. You know, it, it, it's beyond disturbing. This is where we're at. That uh, I am back to doing what I can't do and can't do well. And they go, well, no, but we could. No, I don't want help. This isn't what we should be doing. Okay, and we wouldn't be doing it if we weren't the United States of Variants. Uh, I'm in Cleveland, Ohio. I left New York. New York is living in the city as, as if, you know, they may want to still be careful. Okay, it's not over yet. We're in trauma. Okay, things are a little wacky. Um, they're still, we're still wearing um, masks indoors. We're asking folks who want to dine indoors to wear them, you know, to, uh, to be vaxxed. Okay, I know it's crazy. It's crazy. It's just nuts. But enough's enough. Okay? But here in Cleveland, I have to say there there seems to be this feeling that it's it's done. We're, we're moving along. Everything is going just fine. And as well it should be, shouldn't it? You know, it really it's been a long time. It's been enough time already. We've got to get back to, to normal, which is an absurd idea because we never were normal. But here we are. Uh I walk inside, and 
the hotel here in New York, everybody be wearing a mask. Not here, nobody. Me and a couple of other people. Some elderly, apparently like myself. Uh, some like my crew, who are not interested in coming up with something. And, uh, and hopefully uh, things went well at the club. We'll see. We'll just see. Uh, it's, uh, it's a great club, by the way, Hilarities. And if you're in Cleveland ever, you're going to want to go to that comedy club if you've got a night off and you want to enjoy yourselves. Great food. I'm not bullshitting, okay? I'm not blowing smoke, all right? This is one of the clubs that uh, if I ever had a chance to get back to, I wanted to, uh, and I'm thrilled to have been here. Phenomenal food. A a spectacular walleye. (laughs) A great steak. Um, And... uh, and a wonderful Greek salad, a Greek tomato salad. But everybody seems to be making that this week. And uh, I guess there was an overabundance of tomatoes this year. Because that's the kind of info I'm giving to you today from my, my beautiful hotel. This is ridiculous. For me to be sitting in front of that fucking backdrop talking to you about anything is psychotic. Okay? There's something lurid about it in a way. And the lighting, too. And I try the lighting all different sorts of ways. None of it's going to work, okay? It's always going to look like uh, hepatitis is in the air. That's all I can say. That's my joke. Um, But Hilarities has got great food, a great manager. Uh, He's done a great owner, too. I mean, he's really the one I wanted to talk about. The managers are terrific, but but Nick is spec is there four or five really great ones in the country. And uh, he's really close to the top of the list. His care about his audience, his, um, the folks that he hires, his care for those folks, not only um, the comedians, but the staff is really quite something. And the fact that he is actually able to maintain a kitchen is uh, a testament to his to who he is because I've been to a couple of places around here to get food and people aren't coming back to work and somehow they're they're working for him and he's had to let people go and he's out there he's 80 years old Nick and he I really didn't realize that you know he's out there busting his ass and helping the staff and uh, dealing with, you know, uh, you know, he's cleaning things up, washing down a table. It's really remarkable to watch. And and sat down and watched the um, Washington football team beat the Giants, which is also the kind of the high point of my week. Look, to be honest, this is going to be, I hope, a short rantcast. I mean, I I think it's going to be short because to be, you know, I am exhausted. Uh, You come back after... It, you know, it's it, it 600 days. All right. 500 days ago, I did my first show. 100 days later, I do six shows. That's like, so 500 days ago, I said, hey, let's run a marathon. And then 100 days later, I thought, ooh, you know, I first off, I thought, oh, I'd really work on my act. You know, like many Americans, I, I think, well, I got 100 days. 
I'll get that done. Everybody in this country procrastinates. There's not one procrastinator amongst us. And, and if you aren't, my hat is off to you. I've never met anybody who doesn't wait until the last day. His brain doesn't go, oh, no, come on. We've got nothing but time. We've got nothing but time. Now we're fucked. Um, but it was really uh, quite something to be able to, uh, to, to really watch myself not go near the paper. You know, think about it a little. I, actually, I don't even think I thought about it. I thought, you know, I got, I got this. I'll go see my. I'm going to see my mother before I leave. I'll, I'll use that time on the bus. No, I did not. I'll use the time coming back. I did a little. Maybe you know, took a nap. Uh, and then it's a seven-hour drive to Cleveland, and I started to do it. And then there was. I, I find myself sitting in front of a TV set, almost catatonic, not even holding the papers, not even looking at them. But somehow. Over the six, the four days, six performances, one, two on Friday, two on Saturday, something I hadn't done in forever, uh, hour shows. Um, and uh, usually I do an hour and 20 now. And, uh, but, and, and that kind of going straight through is not as tough as doing an hour, sitting on the bench, waiting for the coach to tell you to go back in the game. It's halftime. Well, whew, I don't know. I've forgotten. And uh, I was whipped. I was just whipped. It was really like, let's run a marathon. Let's run another marathon. Let's run another marathon. And I'm feeling, I'm feeling much better probably than I should be today. Um, but I guess I'm getting used to it. Now I got to stop, uh, which is good because I need some rest. I really do. And I need to get out of this hotel room badly. Um, but I can't thank the folks enough who came out to see me because the audiences have been incredible, and I mean that. I, I'm not blowing smoke up anybody's hoot hot. Nope, incredible. Um, it's great to be uh, with them again. It's uh, great to uh, be able to talk to them again. It's great to find where my act is again, because without them, I don't know where my act is. I can think about it when my brain allows it. But my brain knows that without the guardrails that the audience creates, without the receptiveness, without their uh, indulgence of allowing me to write up there and saying and giving me that sense of, okay, now that's enough of that shit, move on. Um, I mean, I had stuff that was, I thought this will really work and I'd have these chunks of material and then I'd cut it to that the next night. And it's all because of them, all because of you. It was really, uh, it was really a special, a special four nights, and um, and then to be able to have that food, <laughs> you can't beat that, and some great wine, um, some really great wine, and uh, I cannot, uh, I cannot thank them enough. Otherwise, I don't really know what happened this week because I didn't pay any fucking attention. No, I didn't. I had shit to get done. I do know that um, apparently there was a big rally that was supposed to take place in Washington. So we spent a lot of money, lots of money, lots of money, lots of money in order to be sure that uh, these uh, folks who were honoring the, the rioters, they were rioters, whatever you want to call them. You can, a lot of people call them insurrectionists. I don't, I don't even think they had that much common sense. Uh, what they did was horrific. 
um, and, and I may be wrong, and, and maybe I'm too tired to latch on to, to that, but I can say for certain, were they rioting? Yeah. Inside the United States Capitol? Yeah. And these people go to honor people who are rioting inside the United States Capitol? Really? And so they were all going to show up, all of these people, and they didn't. Why? Ooh, and we spend all that money. So we under play it the first time and overreact the second time because we haven't got a lick of fucking common sense. You know, the, the, the rubber chicken says, he, you know, what do I know? He, I'm just a rubber chicken. A rubber chicken has more common sense than we do. Um, people weren't going to show up because they knew that they'd probably be put on a list. And uh, they should be put on some sort of a list just to be checked out because it's called, you know, Tufsky Shitsky. We got to watch you because you're supporting people who rioted inside the capital of the United States and threatened people and did things that were just totally wrong. It's just not even, it's beyond belief. Um, and I'm, am I glad that just a 200, yes, I'm glad 200 people showed up. Were there more, there were more people from the press. Well, good, I'm glad that people got employed, okay? And uh, I'd like to see that press actually working on some other stuff. I don't think you needed that many people out there. It'd be nice if they could work on things like to try to figure out, you know, really, why aren't people um, going back to work? Is there going to be a, um, a restaurant industry? Is there going to be a service industry? That's the shit they should be studying. And why, what's holding people up from that? And what, what jobs did they take? And, uh, and how do we integrate uh, the Afghanistan, the Afghanis who are here now into our culture? Um, and is there some way that we can integrate the folks who were uh, under that bridge uh, in that horrific site down there? How do we integrate them? And how do we integrate those submarines in Australia that we're giving to them? Wow, it's just... It's ludicrous, just ludicrous. Um, I was glad that Cleveland won the football game because that would have been a long night last night performing. That's for fucking sure. Ooh, crowd can be mean after a big loss, and they expected to win, and they were not going to be happy. And they had one target and one target alone, and I wouldn't have been able to handle it. Not at all. And so... Uh, I'm, I'm, what else happened this week? That couple that when they found the girl. I mean, that's been a big news item, boy. Big. There is other news, guys. You know, you can yell about CNN all you want. Don't yell about fake news. Yell about news that's really awful. That's done in a way that is just not even a, a waste of resources. Okay? That's Okay, that's an interesting story. You want to follow that story? I get it. But don't pour, pour that kind of resource into it. There's a lot of shit we have to deal with. You know, you got a budget coming up. What in that budget do we really need? Okay? Rather than sitting there and go, allowing these fucking idiots to go honk, honk, and quack, quack, what do we really need from that budget? Do we really need... Uh, 
$700 million, a billion, you know, $700 billion for something? Or do we need $500 billion? Do we need, how much do we need for Wi-Fi? How much do we need for the variety of proposals that need to be done? How much do we need for the road? How much? Rather than this couple, what is the matter with us? The complete you know, inability to educate ourselves so that we allow uh, misinformation to, to fucking run free. And I, I can't remember what else runs free, but it shouldn't be misinformation. And so um, I, I'm trying to think of something else, and there's not much else. I just know that it's um, this is there were two weddings here. People so they're they're going on. They're they're making their commitments. They're making their vows. I watched a couple take a, an hour worth of photos on the steps, professional photos, two camera people. One was a videographer and one was a photographer. Hmm. I mean, when, when, when do you look at them? Huh? Okay, you look at them when afterwards. Oh, look, that's what we were doing. You're already smitten. You need to see a picture of yourself smitten again. Or you're at the end and you open this commitment that you're going to make for the marriage. This is the one. This will really put it. This is going to make it happen, huh? We're going to get it now. Now we'll do it. If we just do this, we'll get over the finish line. I know that that happens for people. That's all we need to make this thing work. It hasn't. It's been a little rocky, but by God, what we need to do is to make that commitment, which is just a verbal commitment. There's no nothing really goes into it, except maybe a videographer and a photographer. And that's what I got. That was the big news here at the 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 big Hyatt in Cleveland. I'm happy to be out here. This is the news. This Saturday, and I should have uh, more to say about it, but we're doing a live stream from the National Comedy Center in Jamestown, New York. We may be changing the venue, I'm not sure, uh, depending, um, but I do know we'll be doing it, and I hope you can join us. Uh, I will be, it's the uh, rant is due, and uh, I'll be doing a little snappy batter, and uh, I'll be reading your rants. I'll be doing the only show in America written by the audience, and I can't wait. So start sending them in. I know I've got stuff I haven't looked at it this week. I'll start looking at it on the bus ride to uh, to Jamestown today. And uh, I'm, while I'm there, I'm going to start doing some filming of uh, folks that uh, I want to do some interviews with for a show that I hope we get on the air eventually. <laughs> That's never happened, but we'll try. Um, I get to interview my my good friend and uh, really one of the great comic minds of our time. And, uh, you know who? Uh, if you if you don't know him, you should look him up. Uh, Mark Russell, uh, who would who would spin these wonderful tunes on the piano that were really really funny and vicious with a big grin on his face, uh, really sharp. Very smart. A chronicle, chronicled the history of our country in song and um, satiric songs. And then uh, be talking to, uh, if all works out, a historian. And uh, 
there, and we'll be working on that. That won't be on the Randcast. I realize I'm conflating things. I'm, I think that's the word, but no, I will be doing the Randcast will be different uh, and separate, and we'll be. I'll be delighted to be sending it out to you, and I hope you get a chance to tune in. If not, you'll probably be able to watch it. And uh, hopefully that'll be uh, Lewis Black's Randcast uh, 59, because I'm not going to do something separate, okay? No. Mm -mm. Uh, Enough is enough. (laughs) Uh, Then we'll be coming to Frederick, Maryland. Uh, the, the the, The week after next. On that Friday and that Saturday, we're in Montclair, New Jersey, and we're on the road going to rooms like this with phenomenal works of art, like that one you can see behind me. Huh? Doesn't that look good? Somebody spent hours doing that. There's a quality of silt and then something and then whatever. I don't know. They tried to say something to me and I didn't listen, but I listen to you. And I want to thank you all for listening in. And uh, I wish I had more on the the day's events, but, you know, what's going on this week? I don't. I don't. I had work to do, things to be done, an act to be put together. But I got it now. And I'll be bringing it to you. And it'll continue to change. And by the time I get to you, it'll be better than what it was this week. Thanks again for all you give me. And take care of each other. And. And I hope it's a good week. And I hope that someone you know that didn't get vaccinated vaccinates this week. Because enough is fucking enough. Bye-bye. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Shereen Brown is one pissed off school teacher, and I, I think you can see why. I'm this close to choking my bosses, and why I say bosses is because I'm a school teacher. Not just any school teacher. I'm one in the Caribbean. This week, our school started along with a shit list of things your American first world consultants drop on us. And then you wonder why we don't like America much. We are expected on top of teaching online where we battle, okay? 
for electricity and connectivity in hopes that it occurs because we know we have to produce a portfolio like we're back in college. And this portfolio must be published. Write personal reflections. If I write my reflection, I would be fired. Accumulate 18 hours of professional development courses and have office hours with parents. That's another rant. When do I teach, mark, test, lesson plan, and all this? Not to mention have a life. In all this, we haven't had a raise. I teach English, and that alone makes me think, (laughs) I'm having difficulty spelling, okay? At least with all this, I would appreciate a 10% discount on rum. Well, Shereen, I, I don't think that's too much to ask, really, considering what's being asked of you. Um, a lot of people will be uh, jealous that you're in the Caribbean, but having to go through the, all of that, I don't know if they'd want to trade places. Oh, boy. I think you deserve 25%. I think at least a bottle a month. What do you say? Probably a week. <laughs> I'd need a bottle a week under those circumstances. Thank you, Shereen. Thanks for reaching out and sending your pain. I'm sorry. Our way. Michelle Colburn was so pissed off today that she had to write this and send it in immediately. Here you go. A day in the life. Okay. September 10th, 2021. Today, I went to my local grocery store in my metropolitan neighborhood. Since COVID, it's been like running a gauntlet, vaccine or no vaccine. I don't want to be close to anyone, and I don't want to breathe the same air as anyone between the mindless customers and the personnel shoppers who who apparently don't know where anything is. It's like goddamn Grand Central Station pre-COVID. The personal shoppers block every staple aisle with their damn carts as they search for Mrs. Gottrock's designer spaghetti sauce. They all look perplexed and in deep thought as they text their well-heeled customers. Is this brand okay? Will you accept ABC yogurt over XYZ yogurt? God damn it. Who fucking cares? And then it's off to search for somebody's vegan everything in every single fucking aisle case or on a shelf blocking you from reaching your simple jar of peanut butter. When I go to the store, I know what I want and need. I have a list handy, or it's been more or less branded on my brain after years and years of fucking shopping. So with COVID in the air and rising, I want to get in and out of the goddamn stores as fast as possible. It isn't my entertainment and it isn't fun. What is it with all the people my age crowded around the smoked salmon case today? Is there a sale? Is it a meet and greet? Are they trolling for companionship? Move along. You know the brands. You know packaging. It's not fucking rocket scientists. So no smoked salmon for me. No. Fuck it. Moving on. I try to get some strawberries. And some idiot 30-something woman comes right up beside me, shoulder to shoulder, almost touching me, and I just fucking lose it. 
Excuse me, I say in a serious tone. A little more distance, please. She continues mindlessly eyeing strawberries like she's never fucking seen any before. I move on and think to myself, dear God, am I losing it? Do I have COVID PTSD? It's possible. My shopping continues. Bananas, chicken, some deli, mustard, milk, yogurt, eggs, bread, ground turkey, all basic stuff. Nothing esoteric about my shopping cart. Checkout comes as a relief. I'm almost done and look for a checkout line. Everyone is, honest to God, lined up in one line like cattle following one another down a chute. I spy two open cashiers at the end and make a beeline in double time. Yes, I beat another woman who can't seem to make up her mind if she's moving to the checkout or going down another aisle. She's perturbed with me and says something snide. She states, she was there. I correct her and say, no, you were dawdling. What the fuck? Huh? Do all these middle-aged women have too much time on their hands now with their kids back in school? Is shopping their end-all and be-all now? They act like they've never been in a grocery store before. It's not your fucking cardio. It's not fucking entertainment. And it's not your day out with the girls. Get the fuck on with it. Anonymous in Washington, D.C. <laughs> I read your name. Okay. I'm sorry if you didn't want me to. <laughs> you aren't anonymous. But thank you for that. I No, I really appreciate it that rant on shopping. I'm one of those people who goes into a store and just gets lost. But then again, I don't go into stores often and I can see the levels of madness that are caused now. And, um, and I appreciate your suffering. And of course it's a, it's a first world suffering, but it's something that pisses you off and that's what really counts. And thanks for sharing it with us as always. Take care anonymous. From Charles Braden, a rant about folks who need to be ranted about, I believe. And I think we all will agree on that. Late last year, right about election time, I, I grew so desperate to get rid of telephone scammers that I threatened to vote Republican if they could do something about the fake phone calls. I should take this moment to explain that I, I loathe Republicans to the point that I've researched the concept of how to eliminate only Republicans through a clever use of a retrovirus or some other chemical warfare bullshit. But back to the rant. I have to leave my phone on silent to prevent the literal flood of scam calls from wasting my time and otherwise rotting my brain. What really gets me is that there must be enough stupid people for the scammers to actually make money or else they'd give up and go home. How can anyone be so stupid that they actually believe a stranger on the phone when they ask for their banking information so they can approve them for a business loan when they don't even have a business? Hmm? Or the dreaded, we're calling you about your car's extended warranty when your car is older than Clint Eastwood. 
or like me, I don't fucking have one. And I get one of those calls every other fucking day or pretty much every day about a non-existent car. Or maybe I got one and I forgot I had it during, you know, this fucking uh, pandemic. Son of a bitch. What happened to America? Over the last 200 years, we helped win two world wars, put men on the moon, and survived both disco and bell-bottom pants. You would think that all of this would qualify us to have an average IQ north of 100, but no. Fucking Republicans have to always grade on the low end of the fucking curve and bring down the average. In the last decade or so, we've seen kids eating Tide Pods, people who can't spell getting tattoos, and Gangnam Style. Gangnam Style. Gangnam Style. I might be off on the timing of this last one, but to be honest, 2020 was such a fucked up year that part of my brain that regulates the flow of time has likely been permanently damaged. On top of all this, we somehow managed to elect an orange Muppet as president, a D-shell turtle as the Senate majority leader, and now we have people that refuse to wear masks and get vaccinated during a fucking pandemic that has killed more people than all the wars America has ever been in. I'm an old fucker now, so I'm fortunate enough that I won't live long enough to see the planet slide into a dystopian hellscape due to climate change. But I have two wonderful kids, two beautiful grandchildren, pissed as hell that the two little ones won't be able to grow up with things that we took for granted, like clean air to breathe, clean water to drink, Saturday morning cartoons. Oh, they'll have the cartoons, I think. They'll have them 24-7. They'll be able to stream the cartoons, Charles. Come on. On their phone. You know. Uh, but you certainly were dead on these scammers. <laughs> we certainly have hit stupid. But boy, the telephone scam thing is really beyond belief. And you're right. That they could be. All they got to do is hit one. All they got to do is hit one person. I guess, every couple of days, and hoo-ha, the bank opens, and boom, their hand goes in and grabs stuff. You know, and you don't know. I mean, it's not just that. It's on a goddamn computer when you get an email, and you just, you don't really look up to see that it says, uh, you know, it's not from, you know, the, uh, really the supply, the department at Amazon, but from qxytlb 46 at Amazon.com, and you kind of go, what? You know, but I can't stand that fucking. And then I get, I get, um, the, the, I get a lot of it is uh, in Chinese. I get, which I, I really don't. I'm get well, that I get on my cell phone. I don't know what the fuck they want. I, I, I wish they had a simulcast translation, because I might be interested. That I might just respond to. They may have a real deal. Thanks for that, Charles. Mark Curtis needs a place, I think, to uh, hang his hat, so to speak. We have lots of flat spaces in our household, end tables, hutches, counters, and whatnot. My wife decided that every flat space needs some shit on it. Everywhere I try to set my beer or any other item I would like to enjoy while watching TV is covered in fucking pictures, candles, knickknacks, or some of their bullshit. Fuck, can I have one inch of space? to put shit on besides my crotch 
and be able to enjoy a movie with the shit I want to be able to sit there with for two hours? Motherfucker. Maybe you should uh, talk to your wife or just, you know, take something and hide it. Coming to you live tonight from the Bob Carr Theater in Orlando, Florida. I, uh, one of my great experiences in Orlando, and I'll try to tell this quickly because I've got a lot to read this evening, is that um, I had uh, was divorced a uh, hundred years ago, and um, and my friends. Uh, one of the thing about my divorce was is uh, the reason. One of the one of the reasons, the major one of the major reasons, uh, besides the fact that it wasn't working out, uh, was that, and I've said this story before. Uh, 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 my wife uh, at the time had a child, and that was why we got married. And um, but she wasn't very honest about it. the child wasn't my child. So um, so I discovered that, and uh, we were divorced, and so my friends to make me feel better, did something that was spectacular. And I advise it to anyone out there who's getting a divorce. They took me to Disney World. <laughs> because after, when you experience the fact, that like, you know, a Maury Povich moment, where they go, fuck, the kid's not yours, I'm going to Disney World. And what I discovered that was great at the time was that little sky ride thing that you take, whatever they call that, the fucking thing that goes from one end to the other, whatever they call that fucking Swiss Alp, whatever the fuck. I don't even know. It's probably still there. But you could, it, literally the time it took to get from one end to the other, you could smoke a joint. <laughs> Somebody thought that fucking out. So we'll get right to this, because this is, this is a crowd with a, a lot going on. Uh, this is Melissa Cantor. Can you please tell the lady near me that baths and showers are acceptable? <laughs> the baths and showers are acceptable. Bathing in your fucking perfume is not a substitute for a fucking bath. Everyone around you is miserable. Have some fucking courtesy. Nothing gives me more joy than... People always say, you know, you're a little late to come out. I don't choose when I choose to come out. Um, but what I find is if you let the audience sit for about five minutes, it's amazing. They've all come to see me, and they then start to turn on each other. <laughs> this is Catherine Sutton. I'm sitting in the audience at Bob Carr, and it reeks of salami. <laughs> like a hot dog burp I can't escape. People need to keep their stinks to themselves. I don't want to smell your McDonald's on the plane or your salami in the theater and definitely not your nauseating perfume. Bathe and keep to yourself. <laughs> wow, 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 wow. Okay, this is from Ann Fulton. I'll read both parts. But um, <laughs> this is, and I'm reading her. I'm reading this. This is Ann Fulton. So I'm a, a, a fucking fat cunt. This is her talking about herself. Got it? I'm reading it. Jesus. I just told you that's the reason I'm reading it. Son of a bitch. You never heard the word? 
I'm in a room filled with adults. A woman used the word. She said she was a fucking fat cunt. I didn't. She did. That's fucking funny. Unbelievable. So I'm a fucking fat cunt packed in these tiny fucking seats to see your show. How the fuck am I supposed to enjoy myself? I had a huge fucking steak, wine, you know, the fucking works. Now my big ass, big fucking gut, massive tits are squished in these tiny ass seats like fucking sardines surrounded by other fat fucks. What the actual fuck? By the way, we left the fucking kids at home to enjoy this shit show. Can I at least get a goddamn lazy boy recliner and take my fucking bra off? Thank you. Caitlin Steiner, the cost it, 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 it cost, the costs it, it, it cost to get into the Magic Kingdom for three people is $357 plus $25 for parking. That isn't what it costs when I went. That's for fucking sure. That's what they're charging, and there are people racing. Did I miss does, does, what, is, does Mickey give you a, a reach around? That's unbelievable. And then my, uh, my friends are here tonight, and they said that you don't even get into Epcot with that. You just get to go to the magic fuck kingdom. For $357, it better be fucking magic. Are you shitting me? God, what does Universal cost? Is it about the same? A little less. What, like 20 bucks less? 30 less. Oh, boy. Wow, God damn, that's just insane. This is Margaret Cassell's Hamby. Why do we collect all the $350 million in Orange County hotel tax and none goes to education, first responders, transportation? It all goes to the convention center and Disney and Universal. I'm sure there'll be people who know that's not true. We get, I know that my kids got some pencils. <laughs> It's unbelievable. They're charging fucking 350 bucks. They shouldn't get a dime. How do they end up getting taxes back? That's not even possible. I can guarantee you Mickey's getting no more than 18 bucks an hour. He's fucking sweating his tits off in there. Minnie's fucking probably a, probably a guy. Son of a bitch. Okay, this is Jody Ragnar, goddamn I-4. China can build a hospital in 10 days, and I-4 has been on instruction <laughs> since the 80s. It's everywhere in the country. Everywhere, everywhere. There is some sort of a infrastructure project that nobody seems to be able to, to, to fucking get done. If you ever, if you feel badly about I-4, go up to Connecticut and, and take I-95, which is perpetually, never is fixed. It just continues. They finally finish, they get to the end and they go back, oh, fuck, and then they start over again. 
This is Levi Parks, or Levy, I guess it's Levi. For the love of God, fuck I for. Now, if you've never had the pleasure of driving through Orlando to visit a goddamn mouse, you would have never had the wonderful experience of sitting in a standstill for no fucking reason on an interstate that has been under construction long before Columbus ever set sail for this red, white, and blue rock. You are beyond lucky, but don't consider yourself a fucking charm because it means you missed the only thing on this planet that has been under construction longer than I-4. Us Orlando people refer to this spectacle as the I-4 eyesore. Next. (laughs) Next time you see a hurricane coming towards Florida, can you join us in praying for the destruction of this fucking disgusting beast? We would greatly appreciate it. Sincerely, Orlando Indians. Orlando Indians. Orlando Indians? That's that's what they call you now? You have to you have to say no. It's too many, it's way, way, it's too many syllables. You call yourself Orlos or something. This is just fucking that there's no reason for that. Was that so you could feel camaraderie? You, you fucking, you don't even like sitting in a theater with each other. Orlando-Indians, Orlando-Indians, Orlandian, or, fuck, I can't even say it. It's, I mean, and I'm pretty bright and I can't fuck it. Orlando-Indians, that's, fuck it. Um, I'll read two in a row. Uh, these are, this is, uh, uh, these are just Mohammed Khan, fuck Trump. He says the economy is better. Fuck that. I live in Inverness, Florida, and I've been looking for a job there for seven months now. The best I could find is a job at TJ Maxx. Now, that is not a bad thing, some might say. It is bad. I'm a fucking accountant with a bachelor's working at TJ Maxx. Fuck my life. I don't know what country he's talking about when he says the economy is getting better. That's... Uh, and then it's followed by Sandy Calabresi, who said Nancy Pelosi is a disgrace to women. Yeah, but, okay. Um, now, what I'm going to need, and, and I don't get it, and I'm going to repeat this, and I do it every night, uh, or at least a, a, as much as I can. Now, you've, you've said this. I need, and if you would write it, Sandy, I'll read it. I need to know why. You just can't say that. You got to kind of explain it. And I'm more than willing to read it. I'm more than willing to read both sides. I don't, what I, all, all I always get is, he's a fucking dick, she's a dick. No. You have to explain the stuff. You can't just go off. He explained he's fucked because he can't get a job. He's an accountant with a bachelor's degree and he can't get a job. So that is kind of why I read that. And I'm, and I'm not, and, I'm, and I read yours so that you, there is a counterbalance to it. I try to do that. But I need a fucking explanation of how she's a disgrace to women. That's all I'm asking. And if you can get on that tomorrow, I'll read it tomorrow night. Or if somebody can. And then you can explain why it's a great economy and then we have a whole show and I don't have to deal with this shit. If you can both try to make it funny, oh, we're home free. Um, this is Eric Frederick. Uh, I wholeheartedly believe that the same assholes that don't wash their hands after using the bathroom also don't use turn signals in traffic. This is, uh, this is interesting. This is, uh, 
Mike S. Uh, hi, Lewis. I hate these flag-waving bastards who say that their beloved commander-in-chief has done so much for the military. Funny, during my 20-year career in the Army, I never saw these people. I sure as hell didn't see them at the exotic locations I got to see in my three deployments. My wife and kids didn't see any help either. Uh, has Trump helped the military? Only if you count fucking us over by diverting billions from long overdue base housing repairs for his damn wall. Or how about destabilizing the Middle East even more? And then, trust me, they didn't need any help in creating problems. Isn't it great that this moron jeopardizes future soldiers? Fuck. From Mike, retired soldier. Once again, I will say that I get more of those than I get people going, boy, uh, he's done a, you know, I, I don't get this thing from soldiers saying, boy, you know, he's done a great job. If you are a soldier and think he's done great by you, I, write it. I'm here. I, this is, I do this. What? What? All right, look, wait a sec. Wait, 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 I got you. He just, he did, the man who wrote that. I got it, okay? And yours is the, write it in so I can read it aloud. Look, do I appreciate your service? I absolutely appreciate your service. I did three USO tours. See, I just said, write it in, and then... Well, it's, you know, but it's... Look, my respect for those who serve is astonishing because of the amount of time that I spent, which was not a lot of time. I spent 22 days on a USO tour through the Middle East. And and, um, it doesn't... No, don't, 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 no, no. If if I knew what it was going to be like, I I wouldn't have done it. So, (laughs) but... So I have a profound respect for the folks in the military. Um, and so there, and, and when I did my performances, uh, I did performances that are, are balanced about uh, the sides. I always did, perf- and I, I talked about Democrat and Republican, but it was always in a very much even-handed. And, 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 and when I finished what I just said, what I was trying to get was someone to write it in. He was responding to that, which I fully understand. But I need for someone out there who agreed with him to write it in. I'll read it. I'm, I'm not getting that kind of stuff. Mostly what I'm getting is, is this. And, I'm, and, and I think that what, anyone who puts in that kind of service, there are people who are going to like that commander-in-chief, and there are people who are going to like this commander-in-chief. What's, what's odd to me about this commander-in-chief, just to be honest, is, is that he, um, he didn't, um, he, 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 he had bone spurs. And that's, and, and I just hear, and I just need both sides spoken for. And, uh, because all I get is we get this big kind of book. We're not getting, I, I, the reason I do this is so that people can speak. I don't need the bullshit that's going on out there. I need the people who actually experience stuff to be able to speak for themselves. 
And so I, I'm sorry that he couldn't because then it, it gets lost and they can't really hear him. And, uh, and I do hope he writes in. So uh, I'm going to end with this because it's pretty funny. Yeah, well, you, what, am I, what do you think? I'm going to end weeping? Yeah. And now, and now, if we could, now if we could just all, if we could all just be, free, let's sing Kumbaya. Uh, I'm going to read two, actually. Stop. No, no, stop that. That was a joke. This is Mark Dickinson. For God's sake, why does my wife have so many goddamn boxes delivered to the house? Seriously, if they painted nose art on UPS trucks like they used to for World War II bombers, the truck would show her lounging on a beach towel from Wayfair. I shit you not, the last thing she purchased was a leopard skin dog bed for one of our four fucking poodles. I suppose I shouldn't mind after all she puts up with me. What really gets to me is the fact that she exhibits all the signs of a seasoned drug abuser. Denial, counter accusations, etc. No shit. I caught her the other morning at 4 fucking 30 sneaking an armload of Amazon boxes to a utility closet in the garage. If I had a dollar for every time I've asked, what's in the fucking box? I could afford to hire you for a one-man show at my house for me and a few close friends. <laughs> Honestly, why the fuck does she do this? What is she doing? Channeling Imelda Marcos? How do I stop her? Host an intervention? Am I wrong to complain about her first world problem? No, I can understand. And I will end with this. I may have read this before, but it's so great. Um, and it's, it's so perfect for here. Uh, this is Diane Hayes. She wrote this a while back. When I was in my 30s, I was dating a guy named Mike. I was a little crazy about him, but he was a bit of a dog. Had two divorces and one annulment. I never really trusted him. In about six months, we decided to go on vacation together. On the last day in Orlando, we went to Disneyland. And we were standing in the It's a Small World line. He's talking about something, but I'm not really listening because I'm thinking about something he had said earlier in the day. We get into the little boat waiting for the ride to start. And again, his lips are moving, but I'm thinking about his whereabouts a couple of Saturdays before when suddenly it's like a bell went off in my head. You fucked Shirley! His ex-girlfriend, as if on cue, the boat starts slowly moving. So the ride is moving maybe two miles an hour, and he starts defending himself, and then gives up and says something like, yeah, what of it? So my tirade is going on as we tour these dinky individual little worlds in this little boat that sits on probably one foot of water. It turns into hissing, I hate you, I hate you. Yeah, yeah, well, I hate you back. And this goddamn theme song is running over and over in the background. And the people in the boat can hear everything. They're covering their ears. By the time we get to the North Pole, where the Eskimo children are yammering endlessly about how small the world really is, I was ready to get out into the water and wade back to the start of the ride. But I just sat there because I wasn't sure about the depth. And we just got insulted and glared at each other for what seemed like 15 minutes. Turns out the actual ride is about 15 minutes. So if you're out there, Mike, go fuck yourself. Thank you, Orlando. It's been a pleasure spending time with you. Take care of each other, really. Thanks to all of you for listening to my Rantcast. 
If you have a rant you want to get off your chest, send it in to me at lewisblack.com forward slash live. You can think of it as therapy or whatever you want to think of it as. Just let it rip. And I want to thank the true stars of our show, the ranters and the splendid rants they gave us. Lewis Black's Rantcast was created and hosted by me, Lewis Black. It is produced by James Salkind. Our theme song by Chris Lane. Executive producer, Ben Brewer. Executive producers, Matt Kleinschmidt and Robert Kelly for the Laugh Button Podcast. And most of all, thank you, all of you who ranted so well on this show.